There's been quite a bit going on in the last couple of weeks in regards to the stock market. Uh, we're seeing a tremendous amount of change across the board in the stock market. We're seeing it across tech companies. We're seeing a lot of issues uh, with regards to privacy between Facebook and, and now Apple restricting data sharing and, and, and just so much privacy things that are really starting to, to, to crop up uh, onto the scene. Um, it seems like we're facing a real revolution in America, a tech revolution, information revolution, financial revolution. Everything's coming, seems to be coming to a head, uh, especially with COVID still uh, running rampant and, and, you know, the vaccine rollout slow. I think it's giving way to quite a bit of change on the horizon. I think it's opening up people's eyes and 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 opening up the opportunity for for significant change across the board and in, in multiple industries and we're seeing it everywhere. And what I wanted to discuss briefly today was how this is impacting the advertising world and how this could potentially affect the advertising world moving forward. So, if you think of privacy, then you also think of how Facebook collects data and how much Facebook relies on Apple in terms of data sharing, in terms of access to user information, customer information, to continue to create relevant profiles of people that they could then use in really developing the right sort of audiences that we use as, as advertising agencies to, to target the right people. Um, as of today, nothing seems to have changed, but the question does have to be asked and that is what will the face of advertising look like in the coming months and years ahead do you think that there could potentially be a change and that's really kind of where i wanted to go with this this podcast today is to kind of look at a few areas that we could potentially see change and it might not be that far away so the first thing that we want to discuss is the quality of the targeting audiences that we currently have access to. It seems in the last handful, five to 10 years, we've been very, very, very fortunate uh, to have had access, whether it be through Facebook, Twitter, uh, LinkedIn. Uh, we've had access to user data. We've had access to relatively detailed user data. Uh, what are your likes? What is a person's dislikes? What are, what are their job? What's the job title? What skills do they have on LinkedIn? Uh, then demographic data. What's their age group? And so on and so forth. And while most of that may maintain availability, we might be able to still have some insight and visibility into you know some demographics of users. There are other questions that begin to creep up, and that is how effective and useful can this data remain and will if these privacy things uh, and privacy issues begin to really uh, hold ground could there possibly be a sort of uh, weakening of the data quality right the integrity of that data so that so that Facebook, when they sell advertising, or LinkedIn, when they sell relatively expensive advertising to us as, as ad agencies, and of course we pass that expense to our clients, you know, to you, if you're a small business, for example, what does that look like? Um, 
is and and what will the impact be in terms of the cost of that advertising right so if you think of limited data then the next thing that you the the, the the summation of that is well that must mean that if there's a limited supply of quality data then then the demand goes up and of course the cost right there becomes a, a, a an established premium that is far greater than what premium may have existed prior and so these are really things that you start wondering like there's got to be a domino effect from the collection of data to the assembly of data into into useful information right and then into usable data and information that is then passed on to us so that we can target specific ads for for particular job titles or particular interests on Facebook or 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 whatever platform might be the case and so privacy I believe is going to become more and more scrutinized as we've seen Google and Facebook being taken by, uh, you know, for for antitrust and for and and now Apple not wanting to uh, share as much data and and so now there may be even a war between all these tech companies, right? In terms of hey, well, you know, you know, you're you're affecting now, now you're directly impacting our business, and so. I think of it from an advertising standpoint and think to myself, well, if this does happen and, and, and I anticipate that we might see this sort of come into play in the, in the coming years where it becomes more expensive to advertise for our clients, does that really mean that we can't be effective? And I believe, based on my understanding and, and the level of experience that I've had so far with our you know, large and small and medium-sized companies that we've done advertising for, our clients, that it doesn't mean that we can't still deliver remarkable results. And the reason I believe that is I believe that anytime you have a change that takes place, I think it just means that the more skilled agencies will be the ones to win out in the sense of how good a job can we do, right? Refining our targeting to ensuring that we're getting the best results from whatever data that's available. Um, I, I kind of liken this to, you know, 15 years ago when, you know, Facebook was not even in existence yet. We, and the, we, we had Google to work with, and, but even that was really kind of limited in nature. It wasn't as, as it is today, as profound and, and, and available, widely available as it is today. But we didn't have social media, right? Uh, so advertising had a completely different appearance but with social media now, and, and we, yes, we've been very fortunate to have this sort of information and access that we've had in, 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 the, in the last decade or so. My view is and that we will be able to still collect data or that these platforms will collect data and provide that data to us at a premium. And so, for example, a premium might look like if I currently pay $8 a click on LinkedIn for a specific job title group, let's say radiologists, and I'm targeting two radiologists that fit within certain criteria, certain geographic locations, uh, certain years of experience, et cetera, et cetera, uh, that it may have cost me eight, and now to get that same data may cost me 10 to 12. Well, that's fine. I think what that ultimately translates to is I just need to refine my audience such that I ensure that every time I get a click and it's costing me 10 to 12 versus the eight I used to pay, that I'm getting more 
useful, more valuable results, and even more quantifiable, right? So it used to be where, for example, the goal was to get a click to a website, you know, and so with more privacy issues and, and being, and now with uh, the, you know, the, the, the cookies and the limitations on, on how cookies have to be accepted uh, when someone reaches your page, um, <clears throat> is driving website traffic the most valuable goal? If it's, a, if it's a LinkedIn campaign, the answer to that would be probably not. But maybe for a Facebook campaign where it's a consumer type product, it might still have value to drive website traffic, right? Uh, granted, the cost on Facebook will likely be less uh, per click than it is currently on, Facebook, on, on LinkedIn. But the point is that there are now tools and opportunities within platforms so, for example, on LinkedIn, I don't have to drive website traffic anymore. I can keep somebody within the profile and run a lead gen campaign to collect data, right? To collect the user information without having them to go to a website and then me lose them in the process, right? Not knowing whether or not they took actionable behavior that I, that's measurable and that I can view as a conversion. Whereas if I kept them on LinkedIn and I developed a lead gen form, for example, and I gave them, you know, just three options. And, and by the way, what's amazing about LinkedIn is, you know, there's everything's pre-populated for the most part. Yeah, you can add custom fields, but it's unnecessary. So if all I wanted to do was capture data of a user and ensure that I, I that for that however much per click, I, I'm getting something that that's that's quantifiable and qualifiable that I can go and say, hey, I can follow up with this individual. And so, and also I believe that with these new technologies and with this sort of like self, uh, self-contained opportunities that you also reduce the friction, right? I believe there's a great deal of friction that happens when you, when somebody feels like they have to leave the platform and go somewhere else. I don't know about you, but I think of like a lot of times when even I go shopping or if I'm uh, on LinkedIn uh, and somebody's promoting some sort of new technology or something that seems of interest, I get a little bit uncomfortable when I have to leave and go to another web page for several reasons. One, sometimes it doesn't work well, right? It opens up another page and it, it just it just feels like it's it's incongruent with the process. That's the first thing. Um, so. I believe that if you removed that from the equation, right, you tend to get more engagement. And even though you, we may see ourselves paying a little bit more down the road, you got to ask yourself that question was, all right, how do I get more creative? How can I, and by the way, this is something that we're responsible to our clients. We owe this to our own clients. How do I, how do I act, achieve a better ROI for my client every single time somebody clicks on something? What am I doing to ensure that every dollar spent somehow I can measure or I can, I can link back to some sort of behavior? Um, and so I think that's really forcing a lot of agencies to go into this conversion ROI mode um, and look at that as being more valuable than purely awareness. I mean, yes, there's brand awareness and it's really critical. But at some point in time, through the journey, you know, you got your upper funnel awareness stuff that we love running and doing, especially if it's like a new product launch or it's a new brand that nobody's familiar with. But you, but 
but great agencies will always have a mid and low funnel activity, right? So mid funnel might be more engagement with the content and then lower funnel is that conversion, right? What am I doing to get that conversion? Um, so, so I think that's really this, the, the, the kind of message today is, um, you know, what are you, if you have an agency that you're working with today, are you seeing costs going up? Do you experience that with that cost, there's not a correlated increase in awareness or an increase in conversions? And would you like to see more of that? Um, or do you feel like, you know, something isn't necessarily in line with where it was, let's say, uh, 18 months ago or even six months ago? Um, I do know that, for example, in working with some of our clients and having spoken with our rep at LinkedIn, that there have been increases in costs on the auction of a lot of different keywords and, or a lot of different audiences that we've been targeting. And that's purely a supply and demand thing, right? But again, I wonder and I, and I question if this is a data issue as well. You know, how much data is being collected? How expensive is this data? Um, because of the level of accuracy and a lot of the privacy matters that, that, are, that, that, that have to come into play at some point. So just certain things to think about. Uh, if you have any questions um, or, you, or you'd like to share any comment about anything, feel free to do so. Um, you, I'm going to be sharing this on Twitter. You can reach me on Twitter uh, either uh, at Rami Sabedi. That is my, my handle. Uh, I'm a part of, uh, I'm the founder of Marvel Media Group, and um, I'm also going to be sharing this and kind of syndicating it through iTunes and everywhere else. So uh, do share this podcast if you think somebody might find it valuable, and if you have any questions, do reach out to me. Um, all my details will be also within the podcast channel. With that said, thank you for listening in, and we'll be doing another episode this week. Have a good day. Take care.